Rabbi Isaiah, good morning. A good Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parashas Ekev. Ah. Tovshin Pei Gimel. Over here in Eretz Yisrael, we're in the middle of the the wonderful time period, which is called the Chofesh Hagadol, uh, the Great Vacation. And in the midst of everything that's going on, both here in Eretz Yisrael and throughout the world, without getting into all the politics, but it seems that there's like a break now as far as the uh, political uh, reverberations of everything that's going on. Either people are too busy vacationing or they've left the country or for whatever reason, but there seems to be a calm, in that, at least in that area. Unfortunately, there have been attacks here in Eretz Yisrael, shootings and terrorist attacks which continue and these are, again, messages that the enemy is against us, and Esav son of Yaakov, and Yishmol is Sinus, as Yitzchak, and we need protection from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We hope and we pray that everyone should be safe and sound, and uh, we should only hear good Basuras Tavis. Ourselves and our own family, we've had some Basuras Tavis, which I like to share. And it's really in order to be Meshabech, the Rebbein Hashem, to thank the Rebbein Hashem for all the wonderful chasodim that he has done for us. There are simchas in our family. We had, uh, we have this coming week, this coming Monday, a chasna of a granddaughter. Our granddaughter, Sarah Talbel, Mir Tzashem, will get married. Monday evening. And this is taking place a year after her older sister got married. Anytime a, a daughter, a granddaughter, a daughter gets married, it's always a very, very big simcha. Any child is a simcha. But we see clearly that the Rebbein Shalom is the one that's noisein as hakol. We want to be mishabach and we want to be thankful to him. We also had an engagement this week of a grandson, Nechem Yermagolius, who got engaged to Noi. Uh, even the, the name of the family is hard for me to pronounce, but um, they are a Taimani Moroccan family, and both Noi and Nehemia are both police officers in the Israeli police force where they met. And Mirza Shem, we hope that the great Simcha of their becoming engaged should be a bracha and they should have Zacha to build a bias, Nemen Yisrael. And again, we cannot thank HaKadosh Baruch Hamur for the wonderful, wonderful Matanas. I said over a word yesterday that uh, they got engaged in Tubav. And there's a Gavaldic word. The Gemara says in Tainus, Two greatest days of Simcha are the 15th of Av and uh, the day of Yom Kippur. The, the Mishnah discusses that that was the day that was like a Sadie Hawkins day. The girls would go out and they would try to find their 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 mates to find their zivuks, and uh, the Gemara asks, "Bishlam Yom Kippurim is Yom Slichu Kapara." So that's a great great day that we get a Slichu Kapara from our Avonis. Ah, it's a Gavalik Yualik Chiddush, a Gavalik Simcha. But what's the great Simcha of of the of the Yontif of Tubav? Why was it dedicated as being a day which is? which is so filled with simcha that the girls would go out to look for the shaduchim. So the Gemara gives five different reasons. We're only going to zero in on one. One reason the Gemara gives is that there were matir, the pshvatim, to marry within 
within each other, which means, as Rashi describes it, until that point, they would only marry their particular shevet. Ruvain would marry shevet. Ruvain Shimon would marry shevet. Shimon v'chulu. And now, all of a sudden, Ruvain started marrying Shimon, and Levi started marrying Yehuda, and things begin to progress and begin to open up into the entire entire twelve Shvatim tribes, that there would be what's called so-called mixed marriages. So, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said over Gavaligvar, "What's the great simcha in that?" So he says, "If you know what a painting is, so painting is having different colors, and when the, you have the shade of one color and another color, that creates a whole different facade. And if you mix two colors together, you create a new color." So he says, this is really what it's all about. What it's all about is that when you mix the colorin, you mix the colors together, you mix the personalities, you mix the, you mix the backgrounds. What, what can we say? Uh, the Margali Yisars are Amerikai Yisraeli, and the Habisht, the Habisht family, Habisht family, are Teimani Merakin, but we know that they have good, good Shirashim, and the, the two young people should be Zorcha, they should create a new color of dynamics of built upon the homes of Torah and mitzvahs and since they're involved with the, 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 the making sure that people are safe in the country, they should be safe themselves and they should build a bias them and be Israel. Yesterday we went to the Yam for our family vacation and we have a granddaughter that came from Cleveland, our granddaughter Sarah Abrin and I explained to, her, explained to her in the car, I said, Sarah, we're going to what's called the Yam Hagadol. And there's a mitzvah, a person hasn't seen the Yam Hagadol in 30 days, you make a bracha. And uh, and I told her that really the question is, why is it called Yam Hagadol? The, the Mediterranean is not the largest sea, the Atlantic and the Pacific are a lot larger. So Reb Chaim Shalevitz, my Rebbe, always used to say over what the Rashi says in the beginning of the Varim and the Pasuk, where it says, Hanar Hagodol, Hanohar Hagodol, Nahar Pros. So, <coughs> the Nahar Godel, which is called Nahar Pros, now we know Nahar Pros was really the smallest of all of the rivers. And why was it called Hanar Hagodol? So Rashi says, because it was mentioned together with Eretz Yisrael, because it says, Eretz HaKnani Vavonon, Ada Nahar Hagodol, Nahar Pros. Since it's mentioned next to Eretz Yisrael, Kareu Godel, it's called the Godel, Mashal Hedjit Omer, Evid Melech Melech. Like the Mashal that the world says that the, the per, person that's a servant to the king, he himself is called the king. He's in the royal service. Eretz Yisrael is called Godol. And therefore the Nahar and the rivers and the oceans that are next to it, they're also considered Godol. And this is going to lead us on to what we wanted, the topic we want to speak about. We want to speak about the greatness of Eretz Yisrael. And we said over yesterday that when we were, we took a boat ride with all of our children and grandchildren, Billy Einhara, and they had a great time, and they were getting water spritzed on them, and they were on the waves. And we said, even when you leave the so-called land space of Eretz Yisrael, but Reb Chaim Kanievsky Zetzal already had remarked that within the, the borders of the north and the south, the Nar Hagadol, the Yam Hagadol goes out, and it's not considered like you're going to Chutzlaretz. You're still in the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael. Which other nation has the ability to be able to take the landmass Kedusha and to be able to extend it even into the waters? All because Eretz Yisrael is considered 
Arzenu HaKadosho. And when we speak about Gadol, it's not because in size we are necessarily large. It's what's called quality over quantity. Eretz Yisrael is filled with Kedusha. It's filled with the Avir of Eretz Yisrael. And this is what we are uh, exclaiming when we realize that Eretz Yisrael is considered the, 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 the land which is promised us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this week's parasha, there's so many different Ramazim. But first, we're going to start off to speak a little bit about, in the beginning of the parasha, we're going to speak about Hoya Ek of Tishmun. So we're going to speak about what Rashi says, and then we're going to try to tie it in to some of the great accolades of Eretz Yisrael and some fantastic Maisim. And so in the parasha, it begins, Hoya Ek of Tishmun, as mitzvahs, if you will keep the, as HaMishpatim Eila, you will keep the mitzvahs, and Rashi says, which mitzvahs? The mitzvahs which are the Ekev. The Ekev is the heel. And Rashi says, the mitzvahs hakalas, the lenient mitzvahs, which are considered small and not important. That a person steps on them. If you'll keep even those mitzvahs, then, then the Kaddish Baruch says, I promise you all of the different brachas. And he's going to love us. And he's going to bring us to the land of Eretz Yisrael. You'll be blessed from all the nations. Ah, so we just want to point out that Rav Sturmbach Shlita always says over that what does it mean? The mitzvahs hakalish adam The simple understanding is is that there is no difference between whatever level mitzvah it is. Every mitzvah has importance. And the muscle that he gives is that if a person knows what NASA does and they shoot a rocket ship into space. And the rocket ship has all of the nuclear fuel and it has the astronauts and it has all of the different uh, mechanisms, how it is able to propel itself into this outer space. But if there's one little screw that's missing that's not tied in properly, unfortunately, then that little screw can have uh, disastrous results. As we know what happened when the, I think it was the Challenger spaceship that went up, one little tile wasn't placed properly and the whole thing began to disintegrate. Each screw is considered just as important as any other screw, as any other part of the rocket ship. There's no such thing as something which is more important than the next. Every mitzvah has tremendous, tremendous value. It's not shy for a person to even begin to think, to have an attitude of thinking that a mitzvah is considered less important than another mitzvah. But he does mention that there are certain mitzvahs which people... Uh, take lightly and we just use the food for thought and one is unfortunately the mitzvah of Bittu Torah I say the mitzvah of Bittu Torah the life of Bittu Torah that we take it for granted and it becomes hefker by us we don't realize how important it is for us not to transgress the uh, the life of Bittu Torah Bittu Torah creates a, a distance between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and when a person is not Mavatal the Torah then he's more connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If a person speaks in the middle of what's called Chazar Sashatz, in the middle of davening, in the middle of Shemar Nesrei, ah, the Shulchan Aruch says, It's an affair that a person really can't carry. So how important it is, and today, Baruch Hashem, there's, be, uh, there's been a resurgence of people recognizing how important it is for a person not to speak in the middle of Chazar Sashatz. The other mitzvahs, which we considered, we can consider them kalas, that are the, the, the tefillahs that we run through them. I heard someone say recently, oh, you say the brachas quickly, we got to go. Rabbi say, say the brachas slowly. That's only not only in tefillah, but every bracha, every bracha has tremendous importance. Another mitzvah is not only the kabbonahs in tefillah, 
but it's just to be able to know that you have to, a person should be mocked to say a hundred brachas every single day. And if a person does that, especially on Shabbos when it's a little bit more difficult, so then uh, it, that brings a tremendous amount of, of Kedusha and Bracha to Klal Yisrael. If a person is mavatal, the mitzvah of Shnayim Mikriva Echad Targum, ah, what we, what we try to do is to give a little bit of influence of what the parsha is all about, but a person should know that there's a mitzvah of saying Shnayim Mikriva Echad Targum, and it's a chiv mit Rabbanon, but it's a chiv Gomer, and a person should do his utmost, and if a person does it, says, Marichan Layom of Bishnosav, gives him long life. Ah, so these are mitzvahs that we could be makabu in ourselves. And uh, there's one other mitzvah which I want to mention. And that mitzvah is the mitzvah which we did yesterday, and I think it's such an important thing, especially for Bein Azmanim. And every year, every single family has their way of how they get together with the family. But it's worthwhile to know that the, the mitzvah of, of gathering the family together of being together with uh, each other and being mechazik each other and seeing how the families are all grow together. This is something which is priceless, Rabbi Sai. And uh, these are the opportunities that we have in the summertime for us to have family gatherings together and for those that have family gatherings together and, the, and they, they, they play ball together, family, families that get together. Like we did, a, 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 we did a, a boat ride and then we had a picnic in a great park, and we just hung around. And yes, we did say a Devar Torah, but that wasn't the only thing that we did. We just were together, all the family together, everyone everyone seeing each other, the cousins and the, the, the brother-in-laws and the sister-in-laws, the mother-in-laws and the daughter-in-laws. Ah, and it's important for us to be able to recognize that the children, they get so much from this type of activity when they see how the families and they see their cousins, and we see how different children have different talents. One is uh, one is better, let's say, in sports, and one's better in learning, one's better in midas, and one's better has simcha, one can sing, and when we try to bring out those talents, and we, 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 we try to give attention to the children, and we organize different uh, different activities so that's, that gives tremendous, tremendous strength to children who are growing up. This is mechaber themselves to their parents, mechaber themselves to their cousins. And this is also, I think, a mitzvah kala, which some people are dashbak cave of. I said over yesterday that Rav Moshe Feinstein, he was makbid that there was a family member from Eretzvah that came to America and he looked for him. And he tried to get him to come to the grand, to his grandson's bar mitzvah, and he sent Rav Michal Shurkin. And Rav Michal Shurkin had a call in those days to no cell phones, and he finally tracked down this yid. And he said Rav Moshe wants him to come, and he was in Chicago. He was on his way to Los Angeles. He was raising money for his yeshiva, his kolo. But when he heard that the that the fetter Rav Moshe said he should come, he quickly changed his plans, and he went back. Why? Because Rav Moshe said It's so important not to forget our family. Our family, the mishpacha, those are the things which give every single family member tremendous strength. That's another mitzvah kala that a person should not take lightly. We wanted to speak about the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. Ah, we see it so clearly in the parsha, And to, here's some fantastic stories which really just beyond, beyond, beyond. Listen to these. But first we always want to bring out that it says in the parsha. As we said, if you'll keep the mitzvahs, 
So then, what will HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? HaKadosh Baruch Hu will bring us to the land of Eretz and so First, he speaks about, uh, we went through the desert, we had we had clothes that you didn't have to worry about. They grew with us, they were clean. Uh, we had the man. And then the Pasuk says, if you'll keep the mitzvahs, then I is going to bring us to a good land. Land which is filled with water, with ayanas, utamas, and it's a land filled with the seven species, a land that is not difficult, you can get lechem, and it's not missing anything, and it has iron, and it has copper, and the Pesach says, The most important thing is, is the mitzvah of after a person eats, a person should bench. From here we learn out the mitzvah of Birchus HaMazen. You eat, when a person is satisfied, then a person has to what? To bench. Because the Ramban points out that from this Pasuk, that a person should bless benching, he should bless, why? why? Because of the great land that HaKadosh Baruch has given to us. So it's mashma that the purpose is to bench, to, to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch for the land. And that's exactly, that's really the lashon of the Ramban. The Ramban says, that a person should should bench the land whenever he fills fills up his stomach for the land that was given to him, and then he says, "But this mitzvah, mitzvah this mitzvah is really in every single place in uh, in the world, as we know." So I saw the Rebelli Baruch Finkel's Atzal in the Sefer says that really it's a kasha. How does the Ramban really know that the bracha? Was a uh, that uh, is really for 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 the entire world? Midaraisa, it's mashut midaraisa. Lachayr, the pasuk is mash, but that's only in Eretz Yisrael. But if a person eats in Chutz Laaretz, it should only be a chiv midarabanim at best. But the Ramban seems to say it's a mitzvah deraisa. Also, there should be another afkamina. We know if a person has a suffix if he benched or not suffix midaraisa lechomer, you have to rebench again. But if a person has a suffix. On bench, if on a drabbanon, suffer lakula. Why don't we say in chutzlars? You forgot to bench, or you're not sure. Excuse me, if you're not sure if you benched, then you shouldn't have to repeat it. So the answer is that really there's a Rashi later on. The Rashi says, Eretz Asher Hashem Alekecha The land of Eretz is the land that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is searching for it. So Rashi already points out in that pasuk, Lachayra. Um, every place, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Dairish, right? Is Hakadosh Baruch Hu only Dairish Eretz Yisrael? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Meloy Kol Eretz Kavodah. How they call Eretz is a Dairish. Nimble Hamtel Eretz Laish. Every single land. And the truth is, you take a look at the world today. We know that there's certain lands that seems to be they have so much more rainfall than the rainfall in Eretz Yisrael. But Rashi already points out. But and he says. That really HaKadosh Baruch is only Dairish the lands, the, the, the lands of Chutzlarts, because he's Dairish Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is really the source of all Brach in the world. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says that the Iker Jerisha and Ashkacha is in Eretz Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch is really searching Eretz Yisrael. He gives the muscle 
that Eretz Yisrael is like the heart of a human being. The heart of the world is Eretz Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Dairish, the land of Eretz Yisrael. And when we are in Chutzlaretz, for the majority of Yidin that live in Chutzlaretz, they have to know that all of the brachas that they get, the Gshamim that they get is all the Gshamim that comes from the Tamtsis of Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, yes, the Pasuk says, when you bench, even on Chutz Laretz, you should bench, yes, you also shy to it, because you also are able to have benefit from the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is darshaning and he's looking at Eretz Yisrael. That means whatever happens in Eretz Yisrael has an effect upon the entire Jewish nation. Listen to these unbelievable stories about the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael. If Shlomo Zalman Orbach, Zeich once there was a, uh, he had a travel, he had to go from, I think, maybe by Tfagan to, to Shari Chesed, and there was a driver there, and the driver said, can I take the rub? And he said, yes. And when they got in, as they were driving, all of a sudden there were two cars that were going slowly in front of them, and the two drivers were talking to each other. And they were like holding up the traffic. So this person, he exclaimed, ah, chutzpah Yisraelit, Israeli chutzpah. So Rabbi Shlomo Zalmah was like, like he was a shocked. And he said, chutzpah, yes. But what does this do for Eretz Yisrael? Chutzpah might be chutzpah. But why place it to Eretz Yisrael? When a person speaks bad about Eretz Yisrael, he's already becoming attached to the chet of the miraglim, he says. So we see from here how uh, how of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman held about a person should be very careful not to speak about the land of Eretz Yisrael. Um, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, when it would be a hot day, he would never say, it's Su Hayes in Eretz Yisrael, it's Hayes in Eretz Yisrael. He's always, he say, to me it's Hayes, to me it's hot. It would be too cold, he would never say, it's cold in Eretz Yisrael. He would say, to me it's cold. The Panovich Rav was once in, in, in London, and there was a Yid there, Balabas, and he said, oh, I just got a letter from my brother-in-law, who said to him, said that in Eretz it's Shrek Lechahes, it's Shrek Lechahat, and Rav Shlomo Zalm, and, and Rav Panovich Rav says, Chas Tushom, they say, should think it's Shrek Lechahes in Eretz Yisrael. It might be hot to you, but Eretz Yisrael, if a person says that, that it's, it's, it's bordering on the Chet of the Meraglim. The, um, Rav Yaakov Edelstein was Makbit, right, would never, he wouldn't, he'd never even say the words, he would never even say, how hot is it today in Eretz Yisrael? He didn't want to get close to that. He, he would never say, how hot is it in Eretz Yisrael? He might say what the temperature is. We never say the words, how hot it is in Eretz Yisrael. Reb Chaim Kanievsky said that <laughs> a, 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 a positive thing. When you put on an air conditioning unit in the summer in Eretz Yisrael, you should be mechavin, that you want to be mechavin, the mitzvah, you should be Eretz Yisrael, because it's easier. You say to yourself, ah, Baruch Hashem, I'm able to have air conditioning, and I'm able to put it on. It can be mekayim the mitzvah, make make it easier. Or if it's too cold, I turn on the the heat in order to be able to be mekayim the mitzvah yishev eretz yisrael. It reminds me when my father Olavasholim came to eretz yisrael and I brought him to Reb Chaim, and Reb Chaim didn't have air conditioning, and it was very very hot that day. I don't want to say it was very hot in eretz yisrael. It was just a hot day, and my father was schwitzing, and Reb Chaim saw him. And he quickly took the, the, the fan that he had on his table. And I, and I said over, 
he turned it to my father and it was oscillating and Repchaim didn't know how to stop the oscillating mechanism. And every single time the fan turned away from my father, Repchaim would pick up the fan and would turn it towards my father in order to cool him off. Ah, Rabbi Sai, the mitzvah of Eretz Yisrael, the mitzvah Yishu of Eretz Yisrael, the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael, the Schus for living Eretz Yisrael, the Bein Hazmanim of Eretz Yisrael. These are things which we have to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a mice over here, a mice of Pele. There was a Yid who's named Rabdoiv Sokolovsky. He was born in the mirror. And he wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael at a, before the war. And he wanted to go, and the people were trying to convince him, no, what are you leaving? The mirror then was still continuing. It was before the war. And he said, he wants to go. His friend was Rav Shach. Rav Shach already was in Eretz Yisrael. And there were people there, they wrote Rav Shach, and they told Rav Shach, <coughs> convince him not to go to Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> Rav Shach refused. And Rav Doiv Sokolovsky moved to Eretz Yisrael, and he, uh, Rav Shach always used to say that he was thankful that he didn't uh, that he didn't follow the friends who tried to tell him that he should convince Rav Doiv, because if he would have done that Chas Shalom, it could be that he would have remained there and then he would have been killed by the Nazis. Not to speak about a person that wants to go to Eretz Yisrael, wants to be in Eretz Yisrael. This Rav Doiv Sokolovsky said over a Maisa Neira, there was a gvir that lived in the mirror. And he decided he's moving to Eretzol and he sold all of his, ha- his house and his property and his business and he moved to Eretzol. And a period of time later, he came back and <coughs> he spoke in the main shul. And first he started speaking, he says, ah, Eretzol, he said all the values of Eretzol and he spoke very nicely about it. And then at the end he said, but you should know Eretzol is so difficult and Parnas is so hard, and it's very hard to have, the children have, there's this poverty. And he said a line, the line was, it's better to be a Shepsel in the mirror than to be a mensch, to be a person in Eretz Yisrael. This was a line he said, it's better to be a Shepsel, better to be a sheep in mirror than to be a man in Eretz Yisrael. And immediately, all of a sudden, he had some sort of paralysis, and he fell to the ground, and in front of people's eyes, all of a sudden he started like literally crawling on his, on his legs and on his hands, like a sheep. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave him a punishment right away, and Rebbeif Sokolovsky said that he remembered as a young boy the children from the Chayv that would pass by this person's house. He was still alive, and they would see him, and they used to like make fun. They say, "Oh, there goes the year that spoke harshly against Eretz Yisrael." Rabbi Sai. Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Anach Lemayim. Eretz Yisrael is the land that it's filled with Kedusha. This is what Parshish Ekev is teaching us. It's teaching us that the Yisoyed of the Ekev, of the mitzvahs, which are personas Dashbak Kevav, we who have the schus to live in Eretz Yisrael, and anyone that had the opportunity to be in Eretz Yisrael and to be Nenef in Eretz Yisrael, should always look up and say, ah, this is Eretz HaKadoshah, this is the Yam HaGodol, this is Eretz Yisrael, where people want to be connected to Ruchnius, people want to be connected to the Rabbani Shalom, people want to be connected to the Torah. And when we live in a time where we see that there's such a, a, a abyss between the people that are fighting over the judicial review, and today there's even announced that certain doctors, a doctor left, he said, I'm leaving Israel, because Israel's stopping to be a democracy. I don't want my kids to be brought up here. And we know that we have to look at it. In this. That, that's not, that's the way the Miraglim. 
Eretz Yisrael is filled with Kedusha. And we see that the Gedolim, all the Gedolim, they had a different attitude towards the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. Let's be mechazik ourselves in these days and to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu ala Eretz HaToyvah in the benching, in the davening, and recognize that the Avas Hashem that we can have, the Avas HaTorah that we can have, the Avas HaBriyas that we can have, the Avas Eretz Yisrael that we can have, this is Yisrael, Baraisa Vakutchibricha Khadu. We should be Zoicha Mirza Hashem. Not only for the Bainazmanim, we should be Zoicha Zem for Simchas, for us and for all of Klaiso, we should be Zoicha to the coming of Mashiach, wishing everyone a wonderful good Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.